0: Hey, everybody. It's Lon Sybin, and it's time for your weekly wrap-up. And I want to begin first, as we always do, by thanking our newest supporters on the channel. We have Bob Bowe and Lyndon Shank, who made an upgrade to his support of the channel. So I want to thank both of you for that. We also had a live stream yesterday where we finished off Corey's PC successfully, I might add, and we had a few folks who contributed via the super chat, including Jan Willem, Van Barneveld, Stardos Agiani, and Mark Bollinger. So I want to thank everyone for their support of the channel this week, and also to all of you who watch on a regular basis as well, because all of those things equal channel growth. Now, we don't have an advertiser this week, but we've got a non-ad, an affiliate link for blueapron.com. Uh, you can get three free meals at the link that you see there. We'll get a little commission if you do give it a shot. And I've been using this for a while now since I uh, started doing this full time. And it's kind of fun to finish up the workday, go upstairs and cook and uh, have a nice meal. And what's cool is that you get something different every week. You can have, I believe, up to six meals a week delivered to you. Uh, I choose three of them. It's about 10 bucks a person uh, per meal, which is not bad uh, from the price point perspective, and you get everything uh, already measured out for you, too. There is some prep time involved, so you do probably need about an hour or so to get everything going and cleaned up and everything, but uh, I've been quite pleased with it, and I think you might be, too. So this week on The Extras channel, I unboxed the Blackmagic ATEM television studio HD Uh, This is a $1,000 production switcher, and I bought it as a backup for my TriCaster, and I had almost a reason to use it last week, and I'll explain this in a second. So that motivated me to finally take this thing out of the box and uh, start messing around with it. But I found something else that I think might actually do a better job, so I'll get to all of that in a second here. Uh, On the main channel, we finished up the construction of assistant producer Corey's PC— and we also had a Q&A during that session as well. You can see that video uh, linked down below in the master playlist. Now, if you recall, about two weeks ago, we started to construct his PC, but it didn't work. And the reason was, was that the uh, motherboard had a bent pin on its processor socket. Uh, Thankfully, New Egg uh, took it back and they gave us another one. They even overnighted the replacement to Corey. So that was great. Uh, And he was able to uh, get the computer up and running. And we did some benchmarks and answered some user questions. So uh, definitely check out the live stream. We also had a uh, sponsored video from Nokia Health on the Steel HR and some tips and tricks that I've picked up playing around with that fitness tracker. We looked at the Super Game Boy on the Analog Super N.T., If you don't recall, back in the days of the Super Nintendo, they had a cartridge that you could put Game Boy cartridges into and play them on your television. It was a very uh, popular peripheral, and I picked one up at a game store in New York City. We unboxed it and uh, got it working there, so that was a fun one. And we looked at the Lenovo Tab 4. Uh, This is an 8-inch tablet that also had LTE capabilities and cost less than $230, and a lot of you found that review of interest because tablets are still relevant Uh, Even though we don't see a lot of them, at least from name brand manufacturers, Lenovo's been uh, keeping up the manufacturing of these Android tablets, and this one is not bad. It's not spectacular, but it seems to work pretty well for what a lot of people might want a tablet for. And now it is time for a couple of things that are on my mind, and would you believe it, we are one week away from the one-year anniversary of me doing this as a full-time occupation. It's amazing that this year went by as quick as it did, but it has. I started just after March 1st, the year ago, and uh, things seem to be doing okay. So I'm pretty happy with uh, where the channel has gone. I'll give you kind of a state of the channel address maybe next week when we get into all of that. Uh, But this week I had some technical challenges at the beginning of the week that kind of knocked my production schedule off kilter a little bit. Uh, What happens is, as you know, I use a TriCaster for uh, my production work here, and it's been a very reliable uh, piece of equipment here in the studio because I can turn it on, sit down, and start shooting and not have to really worry about keeping it working. But uh, every once in a while, they have an update that comes down, and I updated the TriCaster, and wouldn't you know, the audio got all messed up on it. It was like making these crackling sounds, which was not good. Um, so it kind of uh, knocked me off course uh, Friday through the weekend. I usually do a little work over the weekend also. And uh, we got to Monday and things still weren't working just right. And uh, thankfully, when I reached out to New Tech, who makes the TriCaster, they uh, sent me down a uh, uh, an older version of the firmware that I was able to use to update the TriCaster and get us back up in business once again. So that was good, um, but uh, it made me think about needing an alternative that in case anything ever happens to this, I have something I can switch over to immediately. Uh, one of the things that I like about the TriCaster is that I can do things like you see on screen right now where we've got Uh, This computer here projecting my PowerPoint presentation. We've got that looping background thing over there to the left. And I want to be able to replicate everything I do in the TriCaster with something secondary if needed. And about a year and a half ago, I bought that Blackmagic ATEM. Maybe it's a year now. uh, just as an alternative, but it doesn't do all the things the TriCaster does. And I've really been looking for something quick and easy and simple that... Uh, can fill that void. And I guess you could do OBS or something like that. But when I was at CES last month, somebody told me about some software called vMix, which I have found to be incredibly easy to get up and running. And it actually mirrors a lot of what my TriCaster does. And I think you could probably replicate what you can do in vMix with OBS or something. But I really like the workflow here. And the price on this is only about 60 bucks for the 1080p version. And the best part about this is that it works with NDI, and right now I've got this running on this little laptop here. Um, the cameras are coming in over the network, and I've covered NDI in the past. I do suggest you check out my review of the NewTek Connect Spark. And in a nutshell, what NDI lets you do is take HDMI video and put it out over your network for things like a TriCaster like what I use or uh, VMix to pick up, and OBS supports this now also. So you don't need to have your cameras hooked up to capture cards. You can put them on the network and then uh, bring them in like this. And right now I've got a... Uh, PTZ optics camera that I'm evaluating right now for an upcoming review, and um, this is uh, allowing me to not only uh, get the video in here, but control the camera also. I can wave to you here uh, through the, uh, the control panel here on vMix, and I have these presets set up to this. And if I want to add another camera, I can just go over here to add input. I'm going to go over to NDI, and <clears throat> we'll pull in my, um, my camera one here, which is me talking, so let's grab that. And this is coming in through my TriCaster, but I can uh, put myself up here like so, hit cut, and that would go out to the stream. Uh, You can see me actually using this in practice during the stream we did the other day. And then I can also do something else here, too. I can grab um, another input. Um, They have all these titles on here, too. So if I go over to title, um, they've got a bunch of presets here. I can just drop this one in. I think you can make your own with PNG files and that kind of thing, and... Uh, what i can do is just hit one of these overlays and it puts it over there like that pretty cool stuff and this is all real time on a little laptop with no video input it's all coming in through that usb type-c cable i've got a little dock connected to it with an ethernet connection on there and everything is uh, just coming in over the network now if you uh, don't have an ndi camera that connect spark thing that i reviewed is probably what you'll want to get It's about 500 bucks so it's not cheap but uh, if you are looking for ways to broaden your production without having to get a lot of capture cards and deal with uh, all the intricacies of getting everything hooked up and working i think this is a really good solution because i can just get this computer on the network uh, and i can go and stream out live from it in fact uh, we were using my gaming pc which is all the way in the corner over in the uh, room here and i didn't have to plug anything into it i said to turn it on and get my cameras on the network and uh, we were good to go. So really cool stuff. I, I can't believe how far this production stuff has come, and uh, we're now at a point where a $60 piece of software uh, might give you very similar functionality to a five dollars or $6,000 production switcher. There are always glitches involved with uh, running off of software-only-based solutions, but uh, with the NDI, it really makes it a lot easier, and I'm really quite impressed with how well this is working. So I'm going to start playing around a lot more with vMix here and set it up as an alternative should something happen to my TriCaster but also knowing that i can bring out a moderately powered laptop with me in the field and get that same functionality with me uh, on the road is pretty darn cool so check out vmix if you haven't already i'm going to do a review of it and probably buy myself that uh, $60 license to explore it a little further and one other thing i'm going to experiment with that is replicating exactly what you see here it is capable of doing exactly what my TriCaster does uh, again, though, with a $60 piece of software. So we'll see how it stacks up when I have some more time to play with it. But you can see what we did with it on the live stream we did yesterday. And now it's time for a Q&A from you, the viewers. And our first question comes in here from... Uh, Charvel GTRS and this is in regards to the input lag testing that I do on all of these retro game consoles and other devices that we review here on the channel and I've been getting comments like this off and on and I wanted to address it here because I think it's important to look at consumer experience versus uh, enthusiast experience and uh, one of the things that Charvel is mentioning here is that PC monitors tend to have much lower lag compared to consumer uh, TVs and OLEDs and whatnot and I totally agree with that and the reason why I use my television versus my gaming monitor is that uh, these consoles like the analog super NT we looked at and many of the other retro uh, consoles that we've played with uh, do really assume that the user is going to buy this thing and hook it up to a television. So I wanted to get the input lag that a consumer might experience uh, with their regular, you know, sub $1,000 TV in game mode. And what I've got over there is a Samsung KU6300. I did a full review of it about a year ago when I got it. And I bought that TV for, I think, like five or $600 during the uh, Amazon Prime Day sale, when that was like the, the one thing to get on that sale. I somehow got in there at the right time. I was checking all day long. Uh, And it's a nice 4K set, and I think representative of what a consumer might have. So when I do my lag measurements, I use that. Incidentally, that TV is actually the fastest responding TV I have in the house, so that really uh, worked out quite well. But again, I really want to focus on what is the consumer going to experience when they plug that Uh, retro console into their HD television versus a gaming monitor. I think people that are uh, gamers and really know this stuff are going to know exactly the right thing to plug it into, but again, I really want to get a feel for what the real-world experience will be plugged into a television, and that's why I use that TV as the basis for uh, all the other things that I review. And what's been telling in that uh, is just how much input lag a lot of these cheapo retro consoles do, Uh, introduced to the game, and when you look at something like the Analog NT Mini or the Analog Super NT, which is designed to address this input lag issue, uh, those come in, again, around 44 milliseconds or so, which is the lowest input lag I have tested on that television. A lot of the other consoles come in around 80 to 100 plus milliseconds, which does introduce a ton of lag for retro games that really demanded on precise uh, reflexes during gameplay. And Joanne wrote in in response to my review of the Mavic Air the other day, and she was curious why I chose the Mavic Air over the Mavic Pro, I think it's important to note that I had a Phantom 4 that I was happy with from the standpoint of its functionality and performance, but not happy with because of its lack of portability. Uh, The Mavic Pro came out shortly after I bought the Phantom 4. So I think had I known that the uh, Mavic Pro was coming out, I may have gone with that one. So if you think about sizes here, Phantom 4 is big, uh, Mavic Pro is small, and the Mavic Air is tiny. And I really uh, decided a year and a half out after I really hadn't been using the Phantom 4 at all... Uh, to go with the tiny one because now I can fit this in my luggage as opposed to uh, this thing being the luggage. The Phantom 4, I'll put a picture up here so you can see what it looked like, uh, was in this big case. I had to lug that around with me if I ever wanted to take it anywhere. Uh, now with the Mavic Air, I can basically uh, fit this in my bag and it takes up about as much room as my camcorder does, even with the remote control and the power adapter. So I'm really pleased with the form factor here. It's smaller than my digital SLR is and Um, It's been a really fun little toy to play around with here, and I'm going to be using it a lot more over the summer. I think if you are looking at the Mavic Pro or the Air, I think the Air is just a better value. It's smaller, uh, it costs less, it does everything the Pro does as far as I can see, and um, I think it's a really... If you're, if you're a casual user, it's a really fun little thing, and I've been really impressed with how well it's doing out in high wind. I took it to the beach for some of the uh, footage I posted to the Extras channel, and it really held its own, even with a, a pretty good uh, wind going against it there. So all in, I'm uh, really quite pleased with this, and I'm going to be doing a lot more... Uh, with aerial photography, just as a hobby, uh, over the summer, and I really see myself using this a lot more than the Phantom 4. And again, I think if I was, you know, a year ago making this decision, I probably would have chosen the Pro over the Phantom, but uh, for now, the form factor on the air really makes this the winning bet for me. And for Joanne and anyone else thinking about buying a DJI drone, uh, just know that they uh, pretty much obsolete their products almost every six months. So whatever you get, there will be something better shortly thereafter. Uh, Just be prepared for that when you I uh, make a purchase with this company they've taken apple's early uh, strategy with their ipod to a whole new degree so just be ready for that but if you're happy with what you got i think you'll be happy overall and this next question came in from daniel lim on my most recent sponsored video from nokia health and Around the same time I posted that video the other day, a memo leaked out from the company to the media about the health division. And Nokia Health is, of course, the division that manufactures the steel HR watch that we've got here, along with the scales and other health products that we've talked about here on the channel. I use these things quite a bit. I actually like their Uh, Healthline a lot because it integrates really well with all of my other apps and everything. And you saw my uh, weight loss video where I talked about how I'm using some of this stuff in my daily life here. And I bought some of these products too. It's not just uh, the sponsorship here. And Um, You know, I don't know what's going to happen here. I did reach out through my agency contact to see if we can get any kind of comment on this. I haven't heard back yet, so I will certainly uh, give you that comment from them when we get it. Um, And you got to look here at the size of Nokia. What's funny is, is that Nokia stopped making phones, as you know, which was their primary business, and they've been licensing their technology out instead. Uh, So this is one of the few things that they're actually making right now from a manufacturing standpoint, at least for consumers. And uh, the company overall is very healthy, 23.2 billion euros in sales last year. uh, But the health division only made up 52 million euros of that. And I think from reading the memo, it seems like they feel this small division doesn't fit well in this big company that's doing many different things. And I think they Likely, Again, this is just my speculation here. I think the likelihood here is that they will probably sell the division to another company. And I think it might be something another company might have a lot of interest in because they've got good products. This is not junk. It's good stuff. And they've got a major uh, new sleep product coming out later in the year that we saw at CES briefly. So I I think overall that uh, I don't think we're going to see the end of these products or the apps that go with them. At least I hope not. I think there's some value here in this uh, division that they'll probably want to recoup some value from as opposed to just shutting it down completely and turning it off. So uh, we'll see if I'm right, but my speculation here is that they will sell it to a smaller company, and then uh, the, the the health products will continue probably under a different name. I recall, though, that uh, these products began their life as a another company called Withings that uh, Nokia acquired a couple of years ago, and uh, Nokia stamped their logo on the existing products and then started developing new products, and we might maybe see it come back to that old name. Who knows? But again, my, my guess here is that they'll probably continue onward uh, under a different name with a new owner of that health division let's see if i'm right and i'll let you know if i hear anything new from nokia in the interim and now it's time for A Q&A for you the viewers and i posted this up on my community tab that you can find on my youtube channel but you can also let me know down in the comments below uh, we haven't done a lot with mini pcs lately partly because there hasn't been really anything new for me to look at I did get a couple of good suggestions from you all already in the uh, community tab there. I'll maybe look at getting a few of these in to review, but I am always eager to find new and inexpensive mini PCs and all the other stuff that a lot of you came to this channel for in the first place, so I don't want to stop doing that. It's just that there hasn't been anything really new to get. I think we're in the middle of a transition from the Apollo Lake chips from Intel to something new. And once that something new is available to manufacturers overseas, I think we'll start seeing Gearbest get some of these little PCs in again, which we'll try to acquire. I also think uh, we'll see some stuff from AMD this year. It looks like AMD is stepping into this space as well. So I am... Uh, Very eager to check out some of these things. I did order that new NUC that has the hybrid Intel AMD technology in it, so that's coming uh, once it gets uh, made and made available. I think around April is when I'm getting that, but uh, I will definitely keep doing this stuff. I want to make sure that you all know my interests have not changed, but it's just a matter of available products to review that has at the moment, so uh, we will be doing more of that, but I'd love to get uh, your opinion on what I should review down below in the video description. Our channel of the week this week is a fun one. A friend of mine uh, sent this to me the other day. This is called the Action Lab, and it's run by this guy who's a, uh, I guess he's a chemist by trade, and he does these really fun little experiments that you could probably do yourself, but uh, you might just want to watch him do them, and they're really fun and engaging and Uh, He's got such a passion and enthusiasm for what he's doing here that uh, you just can't help but watch these uh, over and over again. There's a lot of good stuff here. And this is a great example, by the way, of not needing the best production technology to be successful on this platform. It's really how you deliver the content. And... Uh, this is a great example of somebody who works very efficiently uh, and has been able to build up a sizable channel here of 730,000 subscribers. A lot of his videos get uh, over a couple million views, so he's got something going on here, and definitely check him out if you haven't seen him already. So This week we got a couple of fun things to check out. The first is a SanDisk drive. This is their Extreme 900, and this is a portable solid-state drive, but it's actually two drives in one. Uh, set up in a RAID 0 configuration for maximum throughput. So you'll see uh, how this works in that review coming up this week. I already shot it uh, over the weekend, so you'll be uh, seeing that shortly. I do hope to get to this wide-format Epson printer. It's actually a kind of a cool printer, so I want to show that to you as soon as I uh, get time in the schedule, so that's coming up. We'll have our sponsored video from Plex this week as well. And I have two concepts I'm playing around for that video, and I will uh, show you which one wins out when I uh, have time to play with both ideas that I'm working on there. And we're looking at a sponsored video from Kensington this week on Thunderbolt docks. Again, I'm get, diving through how the standards work so you can understand what to look for when shopping for a Thunderbolt dock. Uh, that one will hopefully be up uh, later this week as well. So lots of stuff on the horizon here. Now, if you want to support the channel, you can. You can go to lawntv slash support and make a one-time or monthly contribution to the channel. I'm also still supporting Patreon, too, if you go, prefer to go that way. I mean, what I would love to do in the future is not have sponsors at all and rely only on viewer revenue. And at some point, it'd be nice to get there. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to do a mix of the two as best we can. And I know sometimes people complain about these sponsored posts, but Um, i got a business to run here, and we need sponsors right now to keep that uh, business operating in a healthy fashion, and I'll continue to do my full disclosures as I do that. Uh, Your contributions go right to that guy sitting over there, Corey, who's been helping uh, do all the things on the channel to keep the production flow and quality going. So uh, we both thank you for your continued support. We also have our ongoing relationship with Plex. So if you uh, go on lan.tv/plex and sign up for a free Plex account with no credit card required, you will get yourself uh, a Plex account, and we'll get a little commission for that. You can also get a Plex Pass at lan.tv/plexpass, where we get a commission, and we can get a commission if you gift a Plex Pass to somebody else. I have a bunch of other channels you can check out. The Extras channel, of course, which is where we post supplementary content and unboxings. Uh, the podcast, where you can find an audio version of this show. We have our Snippets channel at lawntv slash snippets for uh, portions of other videos from these other channels that I stick over there for search optimization. And we have my live stream archive at lawntv slash live so you can see Hours upon hours of me blabbering away, talking about whatever comes to mind. I do ask, though, if you like what I'm doing, to click on that bell notification so you can get notified whenever a new video goes up. Uh, we also have some ways to engage with the channel more directly, like the email list at lawntv email. We have our Facebook page at lawntv Facebook, and the store at lawntv store. And I'm thinking about actually setting up a Facebook group where we can all interact with each other a little more regularly. So let me know what you think about that uh, down in the comments section below. And I do plan to add some inventory to the store in the next couple of days, hopefully. Uh, so if you want to be alerted every time I add something to the store, you can go to lon.tv slash store alert. Uh, these are items that I purchased to review here on the channel and I'm now reselling. So I think I'm going to be selling that Google Daydream headset in a couple of days, along with some other stuff that I've got Uh, kicking around here that I need to get rid of, so uh, be on the lookout there. It is one to a customer because there's only one item to buy, so uh, be sure to act quickly when that alert makes its way to you, and that's going to do it for this week's weekly wrap-up. Thank you all for your continued support of the channel, both through your contributions, but also through your viewership comments and suggestions. We are uh, doing great a year into this little adventure, and I hope to continue doing great uh, as the next year begins. Uh, thank you all once again. Let me know what you think about everything down below in the comment stream, and I'll see you again very soon. This is Lon Sybin. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.tv supporters, including Gold Level supporters of the Black and Blues Music Hour podcast, Chris Allegretta, Gerard Newberg, and Kalyan Kumar. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more.